It's been quite a year, the COVID year, a challenging and revealing year, a year marked by significant events like lockdowns, mask mandates, and who could forget the great toilet paper scare. The Wall Street Journal published an editorial at the time under that title, The Great Toilet Paper Scare, where they reported that in Florida, a man was arrested by the police after a security guard for the Marriott Hotel found him with 66 toilet paper rolls in his car. In Nebraska along I-80, officials closed all the unattended rest stops because Drivers were pilfering the TP. And best or worst of all, in North Carolina, deputies trailed a stolen semi to a warehouse. And they discovered that it was being used to transport 18,000 pounds of toilet paper and other paper bathroom products. The great toilet paper scare. Fear which seemed to be the dominant emotion, as the title suggests, and self-preservation, the dominant instinct. Maybe you felt that in other areas. I admit that I did. In the grocery store, during that time when we didn't know about supplies, would they be on the shelves? And I found myself loading my shopping cart with oatmeal, bag of oatmeal after bag of oatmeal, until I heard Put that back. Far removed it is from the example St. Paul cited. Whoever had much did not have more, and whoever had little did not have less. This is a reference to the Exodus, to God's delivering the Israelites from Pharaoh and slavery through the Red Sea and the desert and providing for them naturally or supernaturally that sustenance, that food called manna. And they were given the order, the instruction to go out and collect what was needed so that all might have what was needed. Whoever had much did not have more and whoever had little did not have less. So as St. Paul said, there could be equality which was not the redistribution of income like a government might do, but the cultivation of virtue, of solidarity, of the understanding that all comes from God, and it's given not so that simply I can survive and thrive, but so that all can survive and thrive. The Exodus became the great metaphor, allegory for the spiritual life, for our life on this earth traveling, journeying through the desert towards the promised land. It's one of the most important reference points in all of Judaism. But notice, Paul uses the Exodus not as a reference point, but as an illustration of the new thing God has done, the new reference point exceeding all others, the new paradigm of God's providential care. For you know the gracious act of our Lord Jesus Christ, he wrote, that though he was rich, for your sake he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. God is not unconcerned or insensitive to our poverty, our needs. 
to our struggles and our various situations. He divested himself of his riches to enrich us. The riches of life itself, unchangeable, untouchable, immortal, trading that, in a sense, for a life that could be touched, could be changed, and could be ended, so that we might have access to life itself and to the visible way of life of a human being fully alive. God has done this, Paul is saying, so you need not look only to your own self-preservation, and you need not fear to embrace this pattern of life and become poor to enrich the lives of others. For he's saying, look how God cares for you. He will not abandon you. He will provide for you. Friends, thank you for embracing Christ and mirroring his pattern of life and thus enriching mine by your courage in the face of great trials, for your faith in the midst of terrible loss, hope in the midst of so many reasons to doubt, and patience and love of me in the face of my faults and many shortcomings. Please forgive me for these and know my gratitude for the way in which God has provided for me through you. In the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new wine. In the soil I now surrender, you are breaking new ground. So I yield to you into your careful hand. When I trust you, I don't need to understand. Make me your vessel. Make me an offering. Make me whatever you want me to be. I came here with nothing but all you have given me. Jesus, bring new wine out of me. In the crushing, in the pressing, you are making new wine. In the soil I now surrender, you are breaking new ground. You are breaking new ground. 
crown. So make me your vessel, make me an offering, make me whatever you want me to be. I came here with nothing, but all you have given me, Jesus, bring new wine out of me. Jesus, bring new wine out of me. Jesus, bring new wine out of me. Cause where there is new wine, there is new power, there is new freedom, and the kingdom is here. I lay down my old flames to carry your new fire. Cause where there is new wine, there is new power, there is new freedom, and the kingdom is here. I lay down my old flames to carry your new fire today. So make me your vessel, make me an offering, make me whatever you want me to be. God, I came here with nothing, but all you have given me, Jesus, bring new wine out of me Jesus bring new wine out of me Jesus bring new wine out